From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 89 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I am your host, Jason, and I am here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What is going on, guys? What's happening? From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, mm-hmm. Wyoming. And there's Kaylee. And there's Kaylee again. <laughs> what is she doing? Kaylee, relax. Uh, Don't speak unless spoken to. Yeah, you're only supposed to do it once and then you leave. Oh, you guys are so harsh. Speaking of Kaylee, uh, she did graduate. Nice. Congrats to Kaylee if she listens to the show. I know she she gives her movie ratings and stuff, but I don't know how often she listens to it. Or she's a jolly good fellow for she's. Do you sing that when people graduate? Not on. We don't. I don't know who does. (laughs) Okay, well. Maybe She's like a hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she, she graduated Friday uh, after uh, 12 long years of school. Um, well, it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet, but that part of it is. Tell her to get in line. The free part of it is. Now she has to pay to go to school. That's, That's crazy. Right. So, yeah, she's starting uh, college in you know, uh, August. So I say free college yeah. education. Let's go. Good for her. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> she's pretty much getting it free with being a resident of Wyoming and scholarships that she got. So good for That's her. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. There's, she's still paying for some, but uh, not as much as she went to an out of state school, but yeah, so we had a good time. It wasn't too hot. It was at nine 30 in the morning on Friday. So it was still kind of cool. Uh, lasted about an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, the talks were good. They don't have a, a valedictorian anymore. I don't know if your guys' schools in your area are like that or not. Did they replace it with something or they just didn't acknowledge the top person they in the had, class? They had two senior speakers that were voted on by the class. Oh, so it was a popularity contest. Uh, well, yeah, it kind of. Uh, one of them was a kid that I used to coach in baseball. Uh, he's pretty popular. He's really he's he's good good athlete. Uh, and the other one, I think, was uh, – not necessarily popularity contest. He was just a uh, smart kid or whatever. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, they. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember if they did that for Calvin's last year or not. But what's weird about the on the topic of valedictorian is when I graduated, which is now seven years ago. Seven years. Oh, holy! So cow. long ago. Jeez, yeah, Cody. Seven, seven years. Can you believe it? Look at me wow. now. Wow. Wow. Um. Seven we years ago, and you're co-hosting your own podcast. Hey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> dreams do come true. <laughs> um, I live just r- right down the street from a high school. Um, I pass it going to work and coming home every day. And leading up to graduation, like the week or two before or whatever, they had about, I don't know, 50 posters, like yard sign type posters uh, out in front of the school with different kids' faces and names on it and everything. 
but each poster said valedictorian, but there were like 50 of them. I'm like, what? <laughs> 50? That would have been, been a long graduation if they all got to speak. Man, like, yeah, I thought the valedictorian was the number one person, the highest GPA. <laughs> like, there is one. Yeah. And yeah, well, now, maybe in a rare instance, you might have a tie, but yeah, no, 50? I've been, I mean, I've never seen a graduation with that many, but I've seen them with like 16, 17. Oh, wow. Hmm. All considered valedictorian. So, wow. Yeah. It's I crazy. mean, I had honors when I graduated, so I was still in the top of the class, but I wasn't valedictorian or, or salutatorian, but I was, you know. Well, look at you. Hey, you know what? <laughs> like you we said, had a, look at you now. Look yeah. at me now. Yeah, we had a valedictorian and then we had a salut. Was it salutorian or whatever? Mm-hmm. So it was number one and number two. Um, but I guess in 2022, you can't They're hurt anybody's feelings. Participation so. trophies out. You're Everybody's a You're a valedictorian. Yeah. Everybody's a valedictorian. Yeah. We got the Oprah treatment at this school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we did that and. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was it. I know James was out camping. Yep. Out we of didn't Mac- rec- Mount Trumbull. Yeah, we didn't record last week because we all were, had things to do. Yep. And Cody was sick. I was sick. Yeah. I'm still... It's lingering. I'm on the up and up. Uh, COVID or monkeypox? <laughs> well, <laughs> I haven't been able to track it's, down a monkeypox test. But it's both. <laughs> it could be. It's a hybrid. I- I've got this uh, craving for bananas all of a sudden. I don't know why. I just, every time I scratch, I, it, my elbow goes way high up. And, no, I, I did. I did test for COVID with, uh, we've got some of those at home tests because last week COVID, I had two people at work out with COVID and um, it's just, been, it's been going around. And so I was like, well, I guess it finally, finally caught up to me again. But the test came back negative. Um, our pollen levels, tree pollen has been really high here the last week, week and a half. And so I don't know when I, I kind of have a history of getting like a seasonal allergy cold, if you will. So I don't know if maybe that was it. I don't know. But And the Logan, Utah pollen count has been brought to you by uh, Cody's Corner. <laughs> Where nobody wears a frown. <laughs> Unless you have allergies. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I, I get them here, here too. I know the last couple of years it sucked because people thought you had COVID, but yeah, I promise it was just, just allergies. You don't have to run away from me. So, so, but yeah, finally, finally starting to feel a little bit better. So cool. Well, all right, well, let's get into it then. Let's talk a little Disney news. Um, but it's been two weeks since we recorded, um, something like that. I didn't look at the date that we last recorded, but there has been a few things that I wanted to share. I know Cody will have uh, some opinions on some of these. Uh, no. Let's get this. Let's get this one out of the way. Uh, I'm not opinionated I, at all. I, I posted on our Facebook page. Pinocchio poster trailer was released. I'm just gonna say I'm holding my opinions until I get to see the movie. Um, Did you? I wasn't. Did I wasn't like a big the, fan no, of no. the announcement to remake Pinocchio because okay. it's my favorite animated 
cartoon which as uh, we've talked about your score was way blown uh, out of proportion was just perfect um what you think of the far, so you saw the trailer is it i saw, I saw the trailer it, it, yeah uh i thought geppetto looked pretty cool i mean i like tom hanks so mm-hmm. uh i think he'll he'll do a good good job there wasn't uh i don't remember seeing too much of actual pinocchio um that might be in the next trailer because this, I think this was the first one released. Yeah. This was technically just um, a teaser trailer. Yeah. You saw, you saw some of, uh, Jiminy cricket, but he looked, he looked big, like the size of him. I don't know. Maybe it was just cause he, they, I didn't see him next to Pinocchio, but I'm used to Jiminy being kind of smaller. Jim, Jiminy's but, been uh, pumping iron, you know, I guess. Yeah. He's been working <laughs> out. Um, so we will see, we will see. I will, uh, yeah, I've I've enjoyed most of the live action. There's some issues I have with some of them, um, but I, I I just wasn't excited when I heard they were doing Pinocchio. Let them. Uh, I want to see some live actions of maybe some of the not so popular animated. You know, let me see. Uh, do do like a Sword in the Stone or Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Or, yeah, you know, do some live action of maybe some of the not so mainstream or popular uh, movies. Uh, but we'll see. If we you want to see. see a live action version of Home on the Range, just drive twenty <laughs> minutes outside of your town and find uh, a farm. What's well, called? It's called Yellowstone. You watch Yellowstone, and then that's the <laughs> live action. Yellowstone Home on the range. is way more interesting than Home Definitely. on the Range. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. So while we're talking about um, movies, TV, let's uh, Obi Wan Kenobi came out last Friday. Hello, they this. dropped their. They dropped their first two episodes. Um, James says he hasn't got to watch them. I thought you were going to download them when you came into town. <laughs> I was going to, but I honestly uh, forgot. I, I actually remembered halfway back up the mountain. I was like, dang it. Okay. I was going to download those. and then. Gonna, yeah. So we won't talk about it too much because James hasn't seen it. But I, 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 I enjoyed this one. I didn't watch any of the – what was the last one that came out? Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. I didn't uh, – Yeah. I didn't watch that. I watched The Mandalorian. I like The Mandalorian. You never well, you should Boba watch Fett? Boba Fett because it's yeah. basically um, the next season of Mandalorian. How many, mm-hmm. how many episodes of Boba Fett are there? I think there were six. I think seven or eight. Seven or eight, eight, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. But I, I, I enjoyed Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, I especially like the, the, in the first episode when they did the recap of going through like all the old stuff that led him up that that's leading you up to what the show is about now. Yeah. Uh, Basically gave a summary of the tree, the prequel trilogy. Right. And Obi-Wan's involvement and some of Anakin Skywalker as well. Cause Anakin slash Darth Vader is set to be in this Obi-Wan show as well. So, right. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Maddie sat there and watched the second episode with me. Uh, so she was going to go back and watch the first cause she missed it. But, um, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I definitely check it out. If you're, even if you're a slight star Wars fan, I heard you know, princess Leia's in there. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Wait, she's like as a, like a five or six or 10 year old or something. She's like that. 10. Yeah. Yeah. She's gotcha. a little girl. Same age as Luke. I mean, if you saw the trailers, we saw a glimpse of 
young Luke and, and Obi-Wan kind of looking after him from a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I didn't expect to see Leia in this show at all. I don't know if anyone really did. Um, but it, I mean, it makes sense, you know, and now, now that we did see her, it's like, well, they're the same age. They yeah. both are the children of Darth Vader. So nice, li- nice, nice little girl, but, uh, she's a troublemaker. <laughs> yeah. You'll see. The, <laughs> You'll see. The actress so is getting, you, are you saying she's a rebel? Yeah, yeah. You could say that. I, I kind of feel bad because the actress for young child Leia is kind of getting a bad rap on, on social media. People are, I guess, not thrilled with, I don't know if it's just her acting or or what I it is. I thought she did well. Oh, I, I thought she I liked was her. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's kind of how I found out she was on there. I was reading a little bit of that. So that's unfortunate. Bunch of idiots out there. Yeah. yeah. And I guess since that has kind of come up, I saw some things online that I guess the, I don't, I can't recall his name without looking it up, but the actor that played young Anakin Skywalker in episode one, I guess he got pretty messed up for some of the backlash. Um, Cause I guess people were fairly upset with his portrayal or acting as well in episode one. And it, I guess left some severe issues really? that he's had to work on throughout his life with how, mean people were to him um yeah he had a rough time yeah so so what about how did how did jar jar binks take it i mean because he gets <laughs> he gets abused all the time you didn't see him in the background <laughs> roasting over a spit <laughs> actually uh, actually i think the actor who voiced him actually did get a really hard time too oh just, did he He's, yeah just geez. like anakin yeah i think uh, i think he received a bunch of backlash too so there's just a bunch of idiots out there yeah, and the the same for the the actress that plays Riva, uh, the third sister, the the black woman in Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, I guess people are saying is she from, the one who? Uh, I don't want to spoil it for James. Is she the one who? Oh, spoil uh, it! Just spoil it. Is is basically doing her own thing, trying yeah. to? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I guess people online are saying nasty things about her too. And I guess Ewan McGregor came out and said that if you're, you know, there's no place for racism in this world. And if you're, if you're online saying negative things about this person, you know, this actress, just because of her skin skin color. I I thought she did well. I don't, I don't like her character because of, you know, what she's trying to do, but you know, that's the, She's acting. That's that's right. you know. yeah. What is, what is she trying to do? <laughs> well, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin anything. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Uh, I guess episode three dropped today, today. Wednesday, Wednesday so after June first. After yeah, we're, we're recording on Wednesday, June first. After we get done recording, I'll check it out before I go to bed. And uh, there we go. Let's see what. Do we, do we want to go to Disneyland or do we want to go to the trial real quick? I always want to go to Disneyland. Okay, we'll go to Disneyland first. We'll do the trial last. So uh, earlier in the week, um, we heard on social media that I don't know if I don't know if you want to say paused or can't or sold out, but uh, they are not selling any of the magic keys currently. They none of they're them. all sold out or they're all paused or whatever. Uh, I know only. The top two tiers were have been sold out for a while, but uh, the um, what's the one I have? Enchant, and then the one below it, 
Um, I forgot what it was called. Um, Believe? The Imagine? Or imagine whatever, whatever the lowest one is that for, for California residents. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I, I, I had it in my notes or on my phone and I'm scared to click anything on my computer. <laughs> yeah. Don't click anything. I'm afraid it's going to freeze. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they are, um, sold out pause, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people are, it is the, Oh no, that's the wrong that's the wrong one. Um, a lot of people are not happy on social media, but what's new, right? Yep. Um, so no word as far as I've seen on when they're coming back or if they are coming back. Um, I did see, couldn't verify that people who currently have the keys will be allowed to renew when it's their time. Um, but we will see. And then kind of, Oh, go ahead, James. I was just going to say, I thought I heard something, I mean, coming back to town and into cell phone range, you get all kinds of different things popping up on your phone. I thought I saw an update that that something had shown up in the app that 40 days out, you're going to be able to up or renew your pass. And then a couple hours later, it disappeared from the app or something. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm not sure because there's so many things going on and, you know, but I thought I, I thought I read that it had shown up for a minute, but then it was gone a couple hours later. I'm still waiting for September to open for reservations so I can (laughs) reserve my tickets. (laughs) I saw something to that effect, James, what what you were mentioning that someone made a comment about there was something in the fine print. Mm -hmm. Um, and then now it's gone from what I remember seeing, and it could be a completely different post or, or, or whatnot, but, the one I saw had something to do with the effect that I think at one point in the fine print, maybe up until just now, um, I think it at least mentioned renewal and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe like you could start that process within 40 days of your expiration date or something to that effect. And now I think that they've just removed the renewal clause out of the fine print. Gotcha. Yeah. So we will, we will see. I, I just looked it up. It's, it's the, Prior to this week, the Dream Key and Believe Key were sold out, which you have the Dream Key, James, right? Yes. And then uh, the Enchant Key and the Imagine Key were still available. Enchant Key is the one I had or have, and then the Imagine Key is for Southern California residents only. So those two have now, we'll say, sold out or paused. From what I've seen is, you know, I wasn't looking at the calendars or anything, but I guess both of those passes are primarily completely blocked out anyway yeah. for the summer months so even if you were to buy one of those it would basically be useless right now because the calendar wouldn't be open yeah anyway i'm pretty sure those passes i'm pretty sure when i looked uh june i was able <laughs> i looked this morning and i was able to reserve for tomorrow but most of june is blocked out for the en- enchant key i think all of july is blocked out and then like the first half of august i think so um there's some August dates later in the month, but pretty much the summer was all blocked out. So interesting. Yeah. And then to go along with that, uh, right around the same time, they announced that they're doing a limited time, limited time summer ticket offer for California residents. Mm-hmm. Um, California residents can buy a special three day ticket starting at two forty nine. That's about $83 a day. Uh, one park per day ticket, good Mondays through Thursday. However, there's some options for upgrades and park hoppers and uh, et cetera. So, but you have to be a California resident to 
to be able to buy that ticket. And uh, everybody who is using the ticket has to be a California resident. Does say in the fine print that they will be checking IDs. So like somebody from California couldn't buy me one and I go in with it. Uh, they'll be checking IDs. So, um, coincided the two announcements I saw at the same time. I don't know if they're related or they just happen to come out on the same day. Uh, but if you're a California resident, you get a standard theme park ticket. Uh, it's like 76 a day or something like that. I still need to get my fake California ID. I gotta, I gotta work on that. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's going to say McLovin. Is that, is that your name? Yeah. Or Dr. Papa Giorgio. <laughs> I, like, I like that one. <laughs> Make one for all of us. <laughs> so there you go. And then speaking of Disneyland, where since we're doing tickets, uh, Fantasmic did return yep. finally. Um, I know I enjoy Fantasmic when I am there. Yes. Uh, I like that show as long as I'm at Disneyland. Disney World, right. no good. But Disneyland no. is fantastic. Do they have a Fantasmic there or is it mm-hmm. something different or they no, do? Basically it's the same show, it's just it's just not as good. It isn't mm-hmm. as good. It's it's like they have it in like a amphitheater. So you actually have the the one plus side to Fantasmic and Disney World is that they you actually have amphitheater seating. Yes, the one and only. Yes, plus side. <laughs> um, their ferry boat that they use um, for the show, the finale, is essentially a cardboard cutout that all the characters manage to jam their way onto. That's not a real. <laughs> I mean, obviously it floats, but it, I wouldn't call it a real boat. Not not in the same way as our Fantasmic uses the Mark Twain, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, speaking of tickets in Disneyland, um, I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys, but I did buy on May 25th, or I'm sorry, May 20th, which I don't know if that was before or after we last recorded, but May 20th, the special ticket online ticket store for Disneyland tickets. If you are a attendee of D23, went live to where you could buy a discounted Disneyland ticket because you are attending D23. That went live on May 20th, and I bought my park tickets for D23 when we're going to be at D23. Cool. And James, you're still waiting for the reservations to open, right? So you can reserve. Yes, I am. So Cody, what are are your plans for each day? Well, right now, um, there weren't, there was not a partial day or like a twilight ticket being Mm -hmm. offered. So it was just a full day ticket at a discounted price. Um, I bought a four day park hopper just for Mm -hmm. the flexibility. Um, the plan is, is to go into the park at least for a few hours every evening or afternoon after right. the convention, whenever we feel like leaving for the day, because I imagine right. there will be stuff going on um, easily till five, six o'clock, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how late for as far as like panels and things are concerned. I don't know how late just like the general uh, show floor will be open for, you know, merchandise and things like that. But right. 
we'll have a better idea of that when the actual schedule for the convention comes out. But uh, I have, I do have park reservations because for general ticket holders, the calendar is open through the end of September. Right. So we do have park reservations. And right now I have, I have Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, for Thursday, Friday, Disneyland, Saturday, DCA starting, and Sunday, Disneyland. Gotcha. And then we fly home Monday. Cool. So I may end up switching Friday and Saturday, the starting parks, because if uh, Oogie Boogie dates are announced, and if the first one is that Thursday before the convention, which I'm thinking it will be, then there's a good chance that the second one might be that Saturday of that weekend. And so I may want the starting park on Saturday to be Disneyland rather than DCA. So Mm -hmm. I may switch Friday and Saturday right now. Everything's still wide open for reservations for general ticket holders. Um, But that's how does that work for, cause you won't be able to go to Disneyland until later than night. Will they count you as a no show if, as long as you get there before the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. And if you're starting, so really, if you're, and I don't even know how important the starting park is either. Because after one, you can park hop. So. After yeah. one, I know in yeah. like the very beginning, like after Disneyland first reopened last year, that even if you showed up after one, if you if you reserve DCA as your starting park, you had to scan in at DCA before going over to Disneyland. So scan in there, turn around, walk out, and walk over to Disneyland. Yeah, if it was after one. I don't know if that's still a thing or not. It's not. Okay, so I wouldn't need to change Friday, Saturday. If your starting park is Disneyland and you're not going until after 2 o'clock, you can just go straight to DCA. You don't have to check into the other one. Okay, so then I might as well just leave it the way it is then. Because, yeah, I don't expect that I'll be there on any any of the days while the convention is running. Right before one or two, whatever the change right. the the changeover is. Thursday, we're getting there early enough on Thursday that we'll pretty much spend the whole day in the park. Thursday, what time do you land? Um, eight in the morning, eight thirty. Oh, okay. So, very cool. Yes. All right. Anything else at Disneyland? No? I don't think so. Mm-mm. All right. You want to hit the trial real quick before we go to our movie? Yeah. Guilty. There was a, ver- there was a verdict today in the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation trial. Uh, I watched some of it, watched some highlights. Was it the, oh, defam- I thought you said defecation trial. <laughs> well, it could have been. <laughs> could have been. Yeah. If you've watched any of the trial, you know. Um, Yikes. Uh, you know what she did in the bed. Um, so sorry. And then tried to say it was a prank. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to prank someone, you put something in there that looks like it and then be like, Oh, I got yeah. you. You don't actually yeah, do they, it in the bed. And the then plastic one at the yeah. joke shop. You don't, <laughs> you don't got to do the deed. Yeah. So anyways, uh, the verdict was today, I guess they deliberated 12 or 13 hours. Um, we didn't really talk about the trial. I don't think on any of the episodes leading up to it uh, it did last quite a while six uh, weeks yeah but basically they were both found that uh they there were some 
whatever statements they made. Uh, Johnny Depp was awarded 10 million and then 5 million, but the 5 million was knocked down to, or yeah, it was like 10 million something and then 5 million punitive damages, but that was knocked down to $350,000 based on the, the law, of the state that they're in. That's, just, that's the most they could give them. Right. Gotcha. Uh, and then she was awarded 2 million. Um, but it depending on what news, mainstream media news, whatever you go on, um, some of them made it seem like, yeah, John, Johnny Depp was found guilty. You know, he owes her money, but really, uh, it was stuff that the lawyer said. That's why she got awarded the $2 million. It wasn't anything that he said. Right. Um, right. So, um, I had heard rumors that she was, she was being cut from Aquaman too. Um, I don't know how true those were. Um, and then I've seen that stuff too. And then I've seen Warner brothers come out and say that she hasn't. I see, I saw statements yeah. saying that her role was significantly reduced because of everything going on. And then I also saw that Warner brothers came out and said, no, it wasn't. So right. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm not going to watch the movie anyway, but we know Johnny Depp isn't in the next pirates and this is, uh, you know, this, this whole incident was partly the reason why he was let go by Disney. And then, Basically, he was. I mean, not he wasn't found not guilty because it's it's not a it's not that that type of trial. But basically, everything which she was saying seemed to be false, according to the jury. According so, to the jury. Yeah. Okay, so two things real quick. Number one, Cody, why aren't you going to go see the movie? What's wrong with Aquaman? I didn't like the first one. So. You didn't? Yeah, nah. I, I don't. I watched the first one. I didn't even watch it in theaters. I watched it a year or two after it came out. Um, or maybe when it hit Redbox, um, I, I watched it. Eh, like it was okay. And then, um, I thought it was great. I loved no. Aquaman. Well, then, then you should go and watch it. No, oh, I'm going no. to. I was just wondering why you weren't. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Love I didn't it. realize then, it was so bad that you refused to see the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I would. I don't know if I would say that, but the first one didn't necessarily leave me wanting more of that story. Gotcha. It just didn't leave me interested. So if, if I get around to seeing it, if it happens to be on, if it comes to some sort of streaming platform and there's nothing else I want to watch, then then maybe. But I'm not going to – where other movies, you know, I, I make it a point to go to the theater. I really want to watch this movie. Aquaman 2 is just not going to be one of those. And then – Gotcha. I think if if she has the, the cojones to – poop on a man's pillow then i just don't need to support that so oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so it's over the trial's over uh, and then the second thing i said i had two things oh, the yeah. second thing oh yeah sorry this whole thing's a setup i think johnny said for 300 million i'm not going to come back and play jack sparrow disney let him go there's two movies in development Watch, there's going to be a surprise announcement in the next four weeks that he's coming back and everyone's going to go crazy. And it's going yeah. to be the biggest one since whatever the biggest one was already. So I mean, I don't, you, you heard it here first. <laughs> I, I, I want you to be right. I really do. I do. Um, I, I would love for you to be right. I mean, yeah. John, there, to me, there can't be uh, Pirates of the Caribbean without Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. I, he has to have a role in it. I think, though if they offered it to him, Johnny would Johnny Depp would say, screw you, Disney. Yeah. And that's kind of what he said in, while make he it, was make testifying it, yeah. in make the trials. He wouldn't do it for 300 million, which I think is more than they've paid him. 
to do Jack Sparrow yeah. in any other installment. Um, or he also said he also would not do it for a million alpacas. So right. unless Disney can wrangle maybe a million and one alpacas, <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, I don't think I'd do it for alpacas either. Hey, um, money, money talks. Once they start talking, it is that it, is true. It, I mean, no I do feel much- like though that Johnny is. I don't know if petty is the right word or bit or bitter, but I feel like if they came crawling back to him, he'd be like, "You had your chance to stand by me, and you didn't." I'm, you know, yeah. I, I well, did want because he said he wanted to give Jack Sparrow. <laughs> a proper farewell. He really wanted that for the character because he loves playing Jack Sparrow, but I, I don't think he'll he'll do it even if they say we'll give you five hundred million. All it takes <clears throat> all it takes is the right person to sit down with them, explain their side, grease the wheels a little bit, and just so say so, so say they were wrong. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Admit yeah. to it. Sure, yeah. and 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 I hope that happens because I would love to see him return to that role, and I would love a proper farewell to the character, a, a last hurrah for the franchise. Because the last movie left things a little open ended, where they could kind of culminate and bring everything's back together. But everyone would love to see him in that role again. Yeah, so last two movies weren't all that great, but if they brought him back for this. It'd be it the best be one nuts. ever. Oh yeah, it'd be the best yeah. one ever. Everyone would want to see it. Yeah, I think basically Disney needs to go to to Jack Sparrow with a blank check and say, "What do you want?" There you go. Or not Jack Sparrow, but Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> they're almost one and the same, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you saw you saw Jack Sparrow pop up in the in the, in the, in the trial. So he, yeah, yeah, there were some 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 parts, but I mean, maybe maybe he'll do it for twenty bucks and a bottle of rum. Who knows? <laughs> So, uh, but so yeah, that's all that, that's all the Disney news I had. I don't know if you guys had anything you want to get off your chest, talk about. <laughs> nope. I'm good. <laughs> no. All right. No, I think we're, I think we're good. We're good. All right. Well, let's get to our main part of the podcast talking about these movies. Um, if you've been following us, we are, taking or we're going through the uh, Disney animated feature film catalog and we are watching all of the Disney animated feature films starting with Snow White at number one and working our way to right now currently sitting at 60 uh correct is that 60 with um what's the last one that just came out Encanto I just yeah Encanto was 60 right uh yeah, I don't think they've released yeah. one since Encanto. So by the time we get to 60, they'll probably be 61 or 62, maybe 63. Uh, Cuz we are on number 34. Uh, yes. We're still we're still in the Renaissance Disney Renaissance period, um where I mean, arguably you can say some of their best movies were made. Uh but we are talking about The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I thought you were uh, gonna, was, I thought you were going to call it Notre Dame. Oh yeah, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Go, go Irish. Uh, <laughs> well, I thought no, the hunch- place in France. <laughs> so confused. So confusing. So confusing. Uh, well, The Hunchback of Notre Dame released June 21st, 1996. It actually had its uh, premiere on June 19th, 1996 in, I want to say the soup, was it called the Superdome back then? In Louisiana, it was like six huge screens that they played it on. And then they had a parade afterward. 
Uh, but it was released to the rest of the USA on June 21st, 1996. Still a movie that was released before Cody was born. Yes. We're, get, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. Uh, and it is the story. It's inspired by Victor Hugo's classic novel. Uh, it says Disney brings the heroic adventures of Quasimodo, the gentle and lonely bell ringer of Notre Dame to spectacular life at the urging of his hilarious gargoyle pals, Victor Hugo and Laverne Quasimodo leaves the solitary safety of his tower, venturing out to find his first true friend, the gypsy beauty Esmeralda. Esmeralda was voiced by Demi Moore. Uh, I used to have a big crush on Demi Moore in the nineties. That's why I enjoyed this movie when I was younger. Uh, the most unlikely of heroes, Quasi fights to save the people in the city he loves and in turn helps us to see people for who they are rather than how they appear. Um, there were some things I want to admit. I mentioned Demi Moore playing in it. Uh, one of the voices, uh, Jim Cummings was one of the voice. Yes, uh, I, voices I heard in it. it. I heard you it. You heard it, yeah. Uh, some of the, uh, where'd they go? The uh, Victor Hugo and Laverne, Charles Kimbrough, Jason Alexander, probably the most uh, famous of those ones. I don't know if you guys know who Jason Alexander is, Cody. Of course I do. Alexander and- the Great. I know James does. Cody, you don't know who you know. You have to know who Jason Alexander is. Please, I mean, I mean please. not my name. Please, George oh. George Costanza. Uh, does that ring a bell? No. Are you kidding no. me right now? Seinfeld. I was gonna guess Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. he's a short, a short, chubby ball guy. <laughs> Seinfeldy. Feldish. <laughs> Best sitcom ever. That's good. Well, it was good. That's that's up for debate. Up for debate. <laughs> Let's see what else. Uh, see, the music was uh, done by Alan Menken and Stephen Schwartz. It's got some pretty good songs in it. Sound the soundtrack is good. Um, oh, James! James is shaking his hand. Is like a yeah. Yeah, yeah I like wow. the soundtrack. I like it the was, soundtrack. It was okay. Uh, I, started, see, I started hearing one song. And I was like. That sounds like Beauty and the Beast. I think they just recycled some stuff in there, <laughs> changed the wording a little bit. Things didn't rhyme the proper way. I was just what? like, yeah. I was just like, yeah. I liked it. I liked it. So uh, <laughs> it is considered to be one of Disney's darkest animated films. Uh, some of the subjects that they tackle. Yeah, I had to turn off the light. Infanticide, lust, damnation, genocide, sin. Sin, uh, hell. They had to... I guess they had to make some changes for it to get a G rating. Um, a G? Did it get a it G rating? A, it, yeah, I'm pretty sure it got a G rating. Let I thought see. it was PG. I thought it was the third one. Uh, rated G, according to uh, movies.disney.com. It's also rated G on IMDb. Oh. So. Well, I guess I was just reading, like you said, that they had to change some stuff to get it down from being a PG. Yeah. And, uh, and, so, yeah. And I don't know. Does that... <clears throat> If it were PG, do you, would that? No, no one would have cared. Okay. I don't know what the difference between G and PG is, as far as anyone can guide versus parental guidance. I don't know. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. G is general audience. PG is it's parental, parental guidance. guidance. Yeah. Um, which I don't know. With some of the darker themes in this movie, maybe it should have been could, PG. Could have been. Yeah. Um, I know that whole the whole rating system sometimes confuses me because. If you watch if you watch movies now, not kind of off the subject of Disney movies, but if you watch, I'll use the movie Stand by Me for example, eighties movie, right? Have you uh-huh. guys seen it? Yes, I just you know, watched go, it two weeks ago. I love that. They go show. search for the dead body, rated R. Mm-hmm. Yep. You make that movie today, it's probably PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So uh, I guess with times changing, but yeah, I, my, my Kaylee wanted to watch it when she was like 14 or 15 and uh, Marshall's like, isn't that movie rated R? I was like, yeah, but it shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to mark out the rated R on the back and put PG 13. Cause uh, <laughs> she, she's probably seen worse than 14 <laughs> or 15. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, it's it, somehow. Yeah. But yeah, this one's rated G uh, could have been PG probably wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have changed much as far as people watching it, but. Yeah, and I just found what I was reading. I, I just read through it real quick. It said this this film, due to its dark and sexual themes, nearly became the third animated Disney feature film to receive a PJ rating. So I just read through that real quick and thought it said it was. Oh, uh, okay. Do we know what the other two were at this point? The Black Cauldron and The oh, Nightmare okay. Before Christmas. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Did not know that. Thank you, James. But uh, let's see. I think that's all I had to say about it. You're before welcome. we get to our before we get to our thoughts on. Uh, so, what do you guys think, Cody? Yeah. James? Yeah. James says, "Yeah." Go ahead, Cody. I'll share my thoughts in a minute. Okay. <clears throat> I actually, um. I, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, for me, I felt like the entire movie uh, was engaging. I personally never felt like there was a a slow moment. Sometimes you watch a movie and you're like, okay, this scene is dragging or can we get onto something a little bit more exciting? I felt like this held my attention the entire time and I was interested in what was happening. I felt like the characters were engaging. Um. I really like uh, the music. Um, I like that kind of darker choral chorister uh, music. Um, it fit very well for this movie. And I, I think it's kind of a, I don't know, what would you call it? A, uh, oh, I just had it. Um, Snooze fest. No, um, I think people, <laughs> but kind of to that, I think people kind of sleep on this movie. I think it's a little bit underrated. That's what the word I was Very underrated. underrated. I think this movie deserves maybe a little bit more appreciate, appreciation than maybe it does get. I feel like when people think about Disney animated classics, especially from this time period, this movie gets overshadowed by uh, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, right. you know. Deservedly so. And you know what? You're entitled to that opinion. I, I, however, really enjoyed it. It um, it did receive. I mean, it do, it did, and it does receive. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, recognition as far as in the parks because they, for a while, back by the uh, by the barbecue out there, they had the Festival of Fools. Uh, I, I remember going to see it with Marsha. You often see Esmeralda and Quasimodo in parades. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, it is represented, uh, but like you said, it, I think it it, it is kind of un, un, underrated. And when you're in the same time period as the Lion King and the Little Mermaid and things, yeah. you know, it can it's it's going to happen. So, and I'm so I didn't mean to and, cut you off, but, and, and I'm you know. sorry, Cody. I didn't mean to rain on your parade there either. I was just no, no, no. You're you're fine. Just, I mean, just trying to be funny a little bit, and I apologize because no, your opinion is very. Well spoken and 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 it's understandable. I I have a different opinion, but I value yours also. So please continue. Thank you for being quite political in your apology. 
Um, wait a second. What does that mean? It was very well worded. It, you dotted all your I's and crossed all your T's to formally lodge a uh, disagreement, but still be respectful of my opinion and not stomp all over my hopes and dreams. It was very political. Politically correct. Not political as in like deceiving. Gotcha. It was not, it wasn't a negative de- uh, connotation of political. It was okay. Crafty. Um, anyway, it's what they call me. <laughs> crafty jellyfish James. <laughs> Never know what he's going to do with all them tentacles. <laughs> Uh, are they tentacles on jellyfish? I, don't I have know no idea. Let's go with that though. Okay. Um, anyways, that's that. I I was done. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the music. I thought it was a good movie. All right. What do you think, James? I mean, you kind of I, kind of give us a preview. Yeah, we of heard what he said is. as he rudely stomped me over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, they are. They are tentacles on jellyfish i was looking that up so oh good okay you were correct there at least thank according you for to the, at least according to the first thing that, that popped up on google so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> the, and the, the internet's always right the very so. next one could have said no absolutely not so. <laughs> but, you know this I, I feel like i have better memories of it than i saw it in the i remember going and seeing this one in the theater i remember um you know when did this come out 96 so it would have been before tyler was born uh, I remember taking Jeff and Audrey, I'm pretty sure, to the theater to see this one. You know, Teresa and I took them. Um, and I just, I feel like I enjoyed the movie back then. Uh, you know, you talk about the, <laughs> what's so funny, Cody? <laughs> I'm just thinking that you might have enjoyed the moments where you were awake. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and and like you said, it's well represented at, at Disneyland. I remember the whole Festival of Fools thing and, and that whole thing in the corner. I don't I, remember that, so. And so I think that that was cool. But then as I'm watching it this time, I'm like, you know what? I don't know that I really care all that much for this movie. It's just I, the one thing I really did enjoy about the movie is I feel it's animated extremely well. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, the, the, the animation on it, I think is, is fantastic. Um, other than that, I just, the music just didn't catch my interest that much. Um, the characters didn't catch my interest that much. Uh, it just, to me, it doesn't seem like it's aged well, I guess maybe you could say, I don't know. I mean, I know this is, you know, like a story from, I don't know. I, it just, it didn't do a whole lot for me. Um, as I was watching it, I was like, you know what? I haven't seen it since the first time I saw it. And I don't know that I will rush out to see it anytime soon again, or even care if I see it again. I mean, it, it was just okay to me. It was, mm-hmm. it wasn't horrible. I mean, it's not like on a Fantasia level or something where I completely hate the movie, but it's not something that I'm, you know, like, Oh, I can't wait till next week and we get to go watch the hunchback again, you know? So that's it. I yeah. should probably shut up now. So I'll just do no, that. No. No, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> now, I liked it. Uh, I, I was, and I understand what you're saying, James, with some, some movies that I've seen when I'm younger and then I watch them now, I was like, why did I like that movie back then? But yeah. um, I do like The Hunchback. That's the way I was when I tried to rewatch no, Blue's Clues. 
just wasn't the same. <laughs> you lost, you lost your innocence. So I guess yeah. I'm just, you, what, what, what really it is, is I'm just too smart for it now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need your stupid clues. <laughs> I know exactly where it's at. Uh, smarter than blues clues. Uh, uh yeah, so going going through it, like I said, it is one of the darker movies. I, on the Internet Movie Database uh, dot com, it says here that there was a scene where I get when uh, she's dancing in the fire. The people who do the ratings insisted that Disney animators make her clothing more well defined, as she seemed naked uh, in the scene. Um, don't know how true this is. The opening music number, "The Bells of Notre Dame," according to Alan Menken, is the best opening for a movie he's ever written. I do like most of the stuff Alan Menken does. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Disney legend. Um, is he a, actually a Disney? Yeah, I think he is a Disney He'd legend. have to be. Yeah, if he's not, he should be, and it's a crime. Uh, the song Hellfire was considered one of the darkest songs ever written for a Disney film Hellfire. and was almost, was almost cut. So, um, <laughs> and then, you know, all I got to say is Demi Moore during the 90s. So as Esmeralda, uh, yeah, what no. what more could you want? Yeah. So I agree with uh, that. Yeah. Was but she yeah, like I enjoyed it. Big in the 90s? Did she don't? Did she do much yeah. in my lifetime? Uh, yeah. Since you've been born, yeah, she's done some stuff. But in the 90s, she was, you know, she she was a teenager. I think in the 80s, coming in the 90s, she's probably in her 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, she was in Ghost with Patrick Swayze. Yeah. I don't know her exact age, but she's I guess looking I like Mother Gothel these days. Yeah, she don't. Nah, she doesn't like. She doesn't look as bad as some careful, that I've seen. Careful, Cody. why are all these movie posters she's in so lustful? What? <laughs> she was born in 1962, so she's 59 now. She'll be 60 in November. So in 1996, so at 62, 72, 82, 20, she was, no, she was in her 30s, I guess. Yep. In 1996. She was married to Bruce Willis and Willis. Ashton, Bruce Kutcher. Willis and Ashton Kutcher. Yep. Yeah. You didn't know that? Nope. Sure wow. did. You, you forgot to mention Freddie Moore, her first husband. I'm only saying that because I see it on the screen here. I have she, no idea I who Freddie Moore is. liked his last name because she kept it. She, yeah, that is true. Unless what was she her was, maiden name? Um, doesn't say what her maiden. Oh, Demi Jean Gynes, G U Y N E S was her maiden name. Oh yeah, I would have kept more so, too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm I looking enjoyed... at her filmography. Oh, she's in Austin Powers. Okay, all right. So she was she was in the Brat Pack in the '80s. Saint 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 Elmo's Fire. She was. I'm uh, sorry. The 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 what? The, the Brat Pack. You don't know who the Brat, Brat Pack is? Pack? The Brat. <laughs> I've heard of the Rat Pack. The Brat Pack is a nickname given to the young actors from the 80s. It was guys like Emilio Estevez, Anthony Michael Hall, Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, Ali Sheedy, Breakfast Club. Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy, yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. Man, you're killing me, Cody. <laughs> hey, sorry. I, I was born education. in the late 90s. Yeah. What do you want um, from me? She was in, let's see, some of the uh, Indecent Proposal. I don't know if you ever saw that. G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane. Strip Tease. Strip Tease, The Juror. Uh, Jason, um, you missed your cue for the the Will Smith soundbite with the mentioning of G.I. Jane. 
Dang it, I missed it. But you know what? I don't care. Will Smith just smacked the <laughs> out of me. Will Smith just smacked the <laughs> out of me. Uh, All right, moving on. Moving on. So yeah, I mean. 90s movie. I liked it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I went to the theater to see it. I don't remember, but I would have been, I would have been dating Marsha at the time. So we probably went to the theater. Cody, did you say she was in Austin Powers? Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm not looking at IMDb, but uh, according to Google, she was in Austin Powers, uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and Austin Powers, The International Man of Mystery. Demi Moore? Like am I like I'm drawing a complete blank in her being in either of those movies? Did you did you get your information off the same site that the jellyfish have tentacles? <laughs> it's, it's saying it's saying on here that she was a producer. Okay, oh, is that all she's being credited? For? Yeah, because it, it doesn't list her with a role. It just says oh, producer. Produced by Suzanne Todd, Demi Moore. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That makes more sense. I was like, okay. you were throwing me off. I was like, wait a second. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, I was, I was just on Google looking at, clicked on movies and was just looking at all of the um, things she was associated with. I guess she wasn't necessarily a star. Gotcha. It. Cool. Okay. I feel better now. Okay. My <laughs> apologies. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that's all I got. I, I like the music. I like the movie. I, like I said, I don't remember going to see it or going to the theater to see it, but I'm pretty sure I did. Um, but uh, that's all I got to say. Cool. I like Country Rack of Notre Dame. And I'm not afraid to admit it. So <laughs> no matter what James says. That's right, Jason. Stand all up right. for what you believe in. What yeah. do you want? You want to get to some ratings in? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Who wants to go first? I'll go. I, I hardly right. ever go first. I'll volunteer. Nice. Go for it, Cody. All right. Um, last week was 69. Last week was 69. It was Pocahontas. Um, I've come up in in my rating for this movie. So okay. I give this a 91. 91? 91. Ooh. You really right. did like that movie. I liked it. That's number six for you, right? I think so. Very cool. All right, James. What do you What do you think? Um, not going to be your fourth one hundred. No. Okay. Like I said, I, I give those out like Halloween on candy. So <laughs> or candy on Halloween. <laughs> Halloween on candy. <laughs> Cody's been smoking. I'm all up on Mountain Dew, Chip. <laughs> Come at you like a spider monkey. Watch out. He's going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. Um, you know what? I, I, even with what I said, I still enjoyed watching it. It wasn't horrible or anything. So, you know, it's just kind of somewhere in the middle for me. I gave it an 81. 81. All right. Yep. You liked Pocahontas more than this? That is correct. I did. He did. Okay. Just making sure that in case you wanted to adjust one of those. They need to make a crossover and have Pocahontas with Esmeralda. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to my rating. Uh, 
Let's see. It is past James's bedtime. <laughs> bedtime. <laughs> <Very> fast. <laughs> Oh. So for all the reasons I said earlier, music, all that, I give it an 87. 87. 87. So we got a 86.3 looks like our average yep. for us. We got a difference of 10, which is fairly, fairly it's not too far off. Nope. Um, I do have some ratings. Uh, Marsha, Amber, and Kaylee have caught up with ratings. I'll, I'll share their Hunchback one first. And then if you have any Hunchback ones, James, and then I'll, I'll go back. I don't this time. It's been a... Okay. Busy couple of weeks, so I don't have Been any busy. Yep. All right. So Kaylee sent me one. Uh, she gave uh, Hunchback a 78. Okay. Uh, Marsha is, or actually Amber's is next. Amber is not a fan. Uh, she gave it a 50. Ooh. And I will, uh, let me pull up her text here. Because um, it got some swear words in it. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Said, okay, I give it a 50. It's a lot darker than I remember. Uh, like starting the movie with a uh, murder scene and then almost throwing Quasimodo down a well. Uh, the kids did not like it at all. They were scared in some of the scenes, but most of it, they were off doing something else. Um, so it's definitely dark Disney with a little bit of good at the end. Mm-hmm. So interesting. It's interesting that the kids didn't like it. Cause while <laughs> I was watching this, I was like, man, I can totally see my future kids just loving this movie. <laughs> yeah. Hers did not. <laughs> like uh, and then let's see, Marsha gave it a 75 or 75. So 75, uh, lower than ours. I, I yeah. like, I like all those ratings. All yeah. three of them. I like, and then let's see, Kaylee cut up. Your two, not so much, but those three. Yeah. I like. <laughs> what? I gave it an 87. I know. How did he? Yeah. Uh, all right. It wasn't that good. Anybody <laughs> higher than James is wrong, apparently. Yeah. Apparently. James is apparently extremely gracious with his 81. Hey, hey, hey. So let's hey. see. Kaylee, Kaylee not, caught up. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just explaining why I'm right. <laughs> uh, Kaylee caught up. She gave me her rating for Lion King. Uh, she apparently did not like the Lion King. Really? But, uh, she gave it a 67. Wow. Um, yeah. well, okay. which is fairly, fairly low. I mean, compared to ours where we gave it a 98, a 100 and a 97, yeah. she's down at 67. James, do you feel uh, like chastising Kaylee now? Like, come no, on. I like Kaylee too much to chastise. <laughs> okay. She's welcome to her opinion. <laughs> wow. Okay. And then, yeah, uh, let's see. Marsha gave Lion King. <laughs> Marsha gave it a 90. 90. Okay. That's fair. Uh, so let's see next Pocahontas. Kaylee caught up with an 80. Okay. Which is, our our average was seventy nine, so she's she's right there with our our average. Yeah. Uh, Amber gave it a seventy five. Okay. And Marcia gave Pocahontas a seventy five also. Nice. Okay. So they are, they are all caught up with us. Cool. Um. So yeah, not nah, nah, the seventy five eighty seventy five for Poc- Pocahontas is right around our average of seventy nine. So that. Now Kaylee's fifty for Hunchback. I'm not quite sure in her. Actually, Amber's fifty for Hunchback, and then Kaylee's sixty-seven for Lion King. I kind of wish we had heard those ratings first because I think Amber's might have swayed me <laughs> to go lower. Bit. Yeah, I think I would have gone lower. It, it, hearing her do fifty makes me want to oh, go well, back and re-rate, in your, right? your, re-rate mine. <laughs> you apparently are scoring these on this. Very I am strict I am. rubric, and now someone else's opinion is just going to throw your score out the window. That doesn't well, sound like a critic that's going off of his rubric, <laughs> you know, <laughs> criticizing me for going with I whatever I had for dinner you. and how my stomach's feeling. <laughs> Man. 
Cody, I do not criticize you. If it appears that way, I apologize. (laughs) So let's see. (laughs) That brings the hunch back to sitting in number 11 currently for our ratings. Yes. That's not too bad. Sandwiched between the Fox and the Hound and Dumbo. Which I rated pretty high on both of those. Yeah, I've got you at a 91 or a 100 for Fox and 84 for Dumbo. Yeah. So. Yep. So right now our top five, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, all that ones that we've, oh, Little Mermaid for is all ones from the Renaissance period, all we've recently done. And then Pinocchio in fifth, Peter Pan in sixth, Cinderella, Robin Hood, Jungle Book, and the Fox and the Hound round out the top 10. Nice. So. Yeah. Your, your score for Pinocchio is still throwing things out of whack. <laughs> I guess making it because James That's is only right. a few points behind you. I'm. Yeah. I'm That's glad I placed movie. mine where it did to kind of Balance try to bring it, it down on the list. <laughs> yeah. What'd you give it a 78? 78. 78. Really? Man, rightfully deserved too. And you still haven't watched Make Mine Music? Hey, you know what? It's still sitting in the back of my car <laughs> <laughs> from when Tyler gave it to me in a parking lot. <laughs> Well, that's not that like pretty. That's the that's the bootleg story. copy, right? You, you, you kind of had to pass it along secretly. So. Yeah, yeah. That was wrapped even in a, a plastic baggie with some other stuff. That wasn't even a bootleg copy. That was a legitimate copy. Yeah, you'll get it back eventually. I can send you the bootleg copy of Song of the South. Hey. Oh, hey. Uh, oh. Hi, love you. <laughs> well, I love you too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Song of South, have you watched it yet? I have not. I've got it sitting right yeah. here. And nice. Ready to nice. watch it, but I, I think seen it yet. I think once you watch it, we'll be ready to talk about the Song of the South. Yes. I'm actually reading a book about it by I don't know who it's Is it Jim Jim Corcus? Yes. Is he the one that did it? Yes. Yeah. Who's afraid of the Song of the South? Exactly. Ooh, I, I need to buy that book because I, I wasn't I, I wasn't aware of this book. I gotta I gotta yeah. add that to my list. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty interesting book. I have another book by Jim Corcus. Yeah, he's got quite a few. I've got a, I've got a couple. So, but yeah, I don't have that one yet. It's actually it's sitting in my wish list on uh, Amazon. Gotcha. So, um, but yeah, that so that's Hunchback. So if you've watched Hunchback and you want to share your thoughts, your ratings, shoot us an email at talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. Who's afraid and of the big bad wolf? And we will share them on the show. Speaking of not off the topic, I meant to mention this during the intro or during the beginning portion. Did either of you watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers? I did. Oh, you got to watch it, Janice. Yeah, I was it's good. I I yeah. went into it with no expectations of this is going to be good. I actually went into it thinking this is going to be horrible. Yeah, why am I even watching this? <laughs> yeah, but watched it with uh, and even Calvin. He he watched the first part of it, and then I think he stood behind me the whole time and just watched it. He didn't even sit down. Oh wow! Yeah, he didn't want to leave, but it's got so many references to things that we grew up with and right uh i mean it's it was it was great i've watched it three times so far i mean even like non-disney references like beavis and butthead ugly sonic from like the original live action sonic the hedgehog movie like where he was looked terrible Mm -hmm. like so you've got ugly sonic you've got um beavis and butthead like there's all kinds of stuff it's basically everything from, from the when Chippendale originally came out to now. It's like pop pop culture references throughout the whole movie. Yeah, huh. cool. So, and I w- one of the reasons why I was so against this movie going into it was the fact that 
um, Chip was 2D animated and Dale was like the 3D CGI animated. Kind of like uh, Alvin, Simon, right. Theodore, kind of. Yeah, like the Alvin, Alvin and the Chipmunks Alvin 3D. And the Chipmunks treatment. Um, and I was like, this just looks terrible having both of them side by side being animated completely differently. Um, but kind of like in the introduction to the movie, the opening scene, the first five, 10 minutes or whatever, they give a really good reason as to why Dale looks different than chip as far as why they're animated differently. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that reasoning, it, I, I was okay with it. Like they explained it perfectly and it made me not bothered by it anymore. Huh. Yeah. Well, oh, and the fact that it. what what's the little fly or gnat's name? Oh, um that's Calvin's favorite character. I like the guy. It's voiced by the the Allstate commercial guy. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> you had this little tiny zipper or was it zipper? Zipper. Zipper. Zipper from the Rescue yeah. Rangers. Um, which in the rescue Rangers, I guess he, he didn't talk. I didn't really watch that show much. Um, but I guess in the original rescue Rangers, uh, TV show, he didn't really talk. And the fact that (laughs) in this movie, he's voiced by the guy, the Allstate commercial guy. Oh, Dennis Haysbert. Yeah. (laughs) With the super, you know, deep, uh, voice, velvety voice. Right. Um, (laughs) just hilarious <laughs> i mean some of the some of the voices i mean you got uh andy samberg john mulaney will arnett dennis haysbert keegan michael key uh jk simmons who's the other guy from the insurance commercials uh yes um he's captain putty you got seth rogan um <laughs> just a lot of a lot of and voices you had that you cameos by all the other animated seth rogan characters that he's done yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. And they're all talking to each other at the same time. And they're like, wait, <laughs> what the heck is this? <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. You, cool. You'll love it, right. James. I, I mean, right. you got to move that one to the top of your list. To the top. <laughs> but yeah. Before, so watch, before it was watch Shrek. Watch that and then Shrek. Yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this just bumped, you know, Shrek is now second priority. Okay. Gotcha. Which I just watched Shrek again this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. I'm a real boy. All right. Uh, so that's it. That's it on our Hunchback and Notre Dame recap. Next week or next episode, we are doing what is the movie next? Hercules. 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 So they say. Uh, there you go. So again, we're still in the, in the Disney Renaissance. Our next three are going to be Hercules, Mulan, and Tarzan. So, you know, I thought Mulan was last week. And so that's the movie I watched last week. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I did that a couple weeks, a couple episodes ago. I texted you. I said, Hey, what movie are we supposed to be watching? Cause I was, I think I was one ahead. Yeah. So, so there we go. Sweet. All right. We got two more things to do. Let's do it. James, James's favorite. Here we go. Cody's Corner, where nobody wears a frown. Cody's Corner. Oh, we're, oh, oh, we're so doing good. it again. You gotta hear it twice. 
Okay. No, no. Uh, Fade it out. You can't not sing along with that. You have to sing along with it. Where nobody wears a frown, Jason. It's yeah. it's right there in the song. I, I guess so. I guess so. All right. Um, well, if you. I been- just got to say, I love that song. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I think I need to make that into its own little sound clip and I can add it right after. (laughs) Well, at least I have one fan. That's all you need. I really do love that song. I love it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Next time uh, we're together, I'll I'll sign your forehead. Nice. (laughs) How about we get a hat and you sign that instead? (laughs) You know, it might look real good on your forehead. Um, so tell us what Cody's Corner is. Cody's Corner um, is a segment that we like to do here on the Talking Disney Podcast where I ask my fellow co-hosts, Jason and James, a question or a... Yeah, I guess, I guess a question. I ask them something related to Disney or the Disney umbrella so it can fall. It can be anything about Disney, history of the company, movies, parks... Marvel, Star Wars. If, if it falls under the Disney umbrella, it's fair game for me to throw at them and, and see see where they land. The last several episodes, we're probably several. going on. Yeah, we're probably going on six, eight, somewhere there. Several squared. Several squared. Uh, we've been doing, uh, might be several cubed. Um, anyways, um, we've been doing a segment or a series here within Cody's Corner, where we've been going through the Disneyland Resort land by land or area by area and looking at it critically and saying, what in this area do we personally want to see go? Uh, that could be a attraction, a ride, a restaurant, a gift shop. It could be an ill-placed water fountain or trash can. Anything is fair game. If you've got an opinion about it and want it out of there, uh, that's what this segment here is for. Um, and if anyone listening over the past several weeks or this week has their own, hey, I don't like this. I want it to go, or I think it should be replaced by this, email us, talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your opinions. So this week we are rounding off this series, our last two areas in California Adventure, which are um, Marvel Avengers Campus, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, Avengers Campus, and the Hollywood Hollywood Land Hollywood Backlot area. Those are our last two destinations. So. Uh, we'll start with Avengers Campus, and maybe no one will have an answer for this. It's brand brand new. I mean, we, we talked about how Galaxy's Edge was brand new. This is two years newer than oh, Galaxy's I've, Edge. I've got an answer. James is ready to go. Go for it, James. Web Slingers, get it out of there. Interesting. They all, the, the, the land's only ride. Well... Uh, um, what is is guardians considered part of that or is it considered oh, part of hollywood guardians is now guardians is, you yeah. know what excuse me back it. when it was hollywood tower terror Bro, it probably fell into hollywood land right but... off a cliff he doesn't even know what he's talking about anymore yeah. <laughs> oh you're right excuse me i i 
it is certainly a part of Avengers Campus. Um, for whatever reason, I guess because prior to it being Guardians of the Galaxy, or I guess prior to the opening of Avengers Campus, Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of just lumped in with Hollywood Land because it had nowhere else to go. But now that right. Avengers Campus is open, it is a part of um, Avengers Campus. Okay, right. so... I strike that from the record, Your Honor. Um, <laughs> instruct the jury to not use it in their deliberations. <laughs> so the jury will disregard that. Yeah. So I think web slingers. I mean, it's there's not a lot in Avengers Campus. I'm honestly not a huge fan of Avengers Campus. I honestly think Bugs Land would have been better just to keep it there, even though I don't go yeah. in there and ride the rides, but the theming of Bugs Land was really, really cool. And Avengers Campus is cool too. I mean, I you know, all the it, superheroes it had more out the about. Theming. Yeah. Yeah. All the superheroes out and about are are cool and okay, I guess. I just it I just don't walk through there and I'm just not very wowed by it, you know? And mm-hmm. Web Slingers was a big oh, you gotta get a virtual queue to get in there at the beginning. You gotta be on on your phone phone at 6.59 a.m. and 45 seconds and ready to get in there. And yeah. I I wrote it and I just, like, number one, I think the, the line sucks. Most lines recently, I feel, uh, Disneyland has themed the line really well. And I just, I think Web Slingers isn't themed very well at all. Mm-hmm. You're just out there in the middle of... of you're just out in the open. The sun's beating yeah. down on you. If you're there in the summer, it's hotter than heck. Yeah. You get around one corner. You think you're almost to the beginning. And then all of a sudden it opens up to a whole nother freaking parking lot. It seems like I just, and then you get on the ride and it's like, okay, this is cool. But now I'm just like waving my hands all over the place. And it's like, I, I just, it just doesn't do a whole lot for me. I, it honestly, I think the first time we went on it, we got, I think about three fourths of the way through and it broke down and we stopped and, you know, they came on and said, you know, hold on, whatever. And because it broke down on us, when we got to the end, they said, okay, we're going to go ahead and send you again since it broke down. And I honestly was like, I'd rather not. (laughs) I don't want to go again. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a a brand new attraction that you wouldn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool ride. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening on the screen. I just, you know, they say it's like Toy Story 2.0 or whatever. Hey, give me Toy Story any other day, any any day of the week. Give me yeah. Buzz Lightyear any day of the week. <sighs> Web Slingers, I'm that. just, I'm just, <laughs> well, you don't have to criticize me, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If it, if it seems like I'm criticizing you, I apologize. <laughs> hey, thank you for your political response. <laughs> it seems like I'm criticizing you is because I am. <laughs> I'm not not arguing. I'm just explaining so, why you're wrong. So those thoughts are probably way long drawn out, and I'm probably talking too much. But no. those are my thoughts about web slingers. I just I'm just not a big fan of it. And Avengers Campus in general. Yeah, I, I love Pim's Kitchen. I you know I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, so yeah. whatever land you lump it into, I, I love that ride. The rest of Avengers Campus. I I mean, what else is there? You know, yeah. there's the areas where the characters show up. There's that one little shop where you can buy things to help you on the ride shop too. Yeah. You know, and that's another thing about the ride. Like, okay, I can do better if I want to spend money to buy enhancements for the ride. Like that's just, I just, 
That's yeah. that's that's Avengers Campus for me. And I'll shut up now. Okay. All right, I kind of agree. Uh, I have not been on Web Slingers. I've been twice since it's been built, and both times I was like, the line, from everything I've heard, I just don't want to wait in line. Um, so uh, I'd say get rid of Web, Web Slingers also. To me, when I was there with you in, in November, James, it seemed like Avengers Campus was a shortcut from – Pixar Pier to get to Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. That's really yep. all it was. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though I don't go on Guardians all the time, I do like the ride. Um, I I like the Tower of the Terror theming, but I lo- uh, I love Guardians. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. so much better than Tower of Terror. So I'm gonna have to. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm gonna have to, but our next trip in September, uh, Maddie obviously she loves that ride, so. Nobody else wants to go on it with her, so I'll get to go on it with her. Um, but yeah, she loves to me, Guardians. Just, is that what you're saying? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. She went on it. I think twice with you in November, mm-hmm. James. Yeah, yeah she loved so. it. Yeah, I was kind of worried the first time because uh, I wasn't going on it with her. I sent her with James and whoever else went. Uh, yeah, she loved it. So, wow. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Avengers of Campus is just. I, I liked Bugs Line too. I mean, I liked. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because of the memories I had in Bugs Land. You know, having little kids, you'd go hang out there. They play in the water and they'd go on the little rides. And Bugs Land was just so cool. Yeah, just walking in there, the theming, the creativity of it was just awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so yeah, I'd get rid of Web Singers. I don't know what I'd put in his place, uh, but maybe Bugs Land. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with so. all the. Uh... And and to kind of wrap up this this land, I, I I'm I'm right there with you both. Um, as much as I don't care for Guardians of the Galaxy, I do appreciate it for what it is. Um, and t- uh, Pim's test kitchen is uh is great. I think there's a lot of creativity within mm-hmm. that restaurant that I really yeah. appreciate. Um. But outside of outside of that Avengers campus, the theming is is lacking. I mean, what they did is they just made some buildings, it, it, you know, and they put the Quinjet on top of the one building. But it's just it's just the, a big, huge concrete slab. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's not immersive. You don't feel like you've been transported into another world or area. No, um, like with. Cars Land. You start walking down the road in Cars Land, and you are transported. Right. You know what I mean? It has the same kind of immersion as you know walking into Galaxy's Edge. I mean, you are immersed in that theming, or or even as as simple as Pixar Pier. You get out there, you're on the pier, like you feel like you're in another place. Yeah, like I I you said it perfectly when. You don't feel like you're anywhere when you go in there. You, you don't no. feel like you've been transported anywhere. And and Bugsland, you truly felt like you've been shrunk down to the size of a bug. You had the giant four leaf clovers. You had the creativity of, you know, the the Walk, walking the, through the cereal box, the cereal box, and the the bathroom was the tissue box, and yep. the Heinrichs choo choo train of the the eating food, and the the splash pad was like a a, a hose. Mm-hmm. sprayer and you know the light poles were bendy straws and just a lot of creativity 
Yeah. Um, and you just don't really see the creativity in the theming or the lack of theming in Avengers Campus. Benches made out of popsicle sticks. I mean, there's just so much yeah. <laughs> in Buxland that it was like yeah. and they crazy. And they weren't just playing wood popsicle sticks. They they were used. <laughs> they were used. They had at one point a popsicle on them because half yeah. of it was colored. You yep. know, like that's the level of detail that went into uh, Bugsland. And you just don't really have that with Avengers Campus because the Marvel movies are... <laughs> supposed to be set on earth. So how do you theme a place on earth to look like buildings on earth? Like, you know, you just, there's not a lot of room for immersion and creativity there. Yeah. Um, at least with the Pim's tasting kitchen, you kind of have that gimmick of large and small, like you did with bugs land. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get creative with blowing things out of proportion, literally. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I've been on, uh, I've also been there twice since, uh, Avengers campus opened. I've only been on that ride once and, you know, I wanted to do it because it was new, but I'm not going to go out of my way to do it again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it in September when we go, but I think with the kind of creativity that went into creating attractions in Galaxy's Edge, I feel like they could have done something better in Avengers Campus. Yeah. Rather than just an evolved version of Toy Story Mania, which was an evolved version of Buzz Lightyear. I just like give me something different rather than just another version of the same type of yeah mechanism you know yep yep so okay All right. so hollywood land drawing to an end piece of cake a piece of cake uh-oh go ahead monster zinc get it out of there okay right. <laughs> i'm not a big fan of that ride and I've I've been reading lately that I guess they added it to the lightning lane, and for some reason that's inflated. People are going over there to try to use it, utilize the really? lightning lane, and so the ride right. the line has been super long lately. And right now it's a forty five minute wait. Yeah, <laughs> forty five minutes app. for Monsters Inc. I just and it I don't never get it. never used to be that long. Yeah. Um. After it first Maybe opened. When it first opened. Yeah. yeah, but then it died down. Like I remember waiting for a while for that ride when it was brand new. Yeah. Um, but then in the years after that, I mean, if it was like a 10 minute wait, it was like, Oh, that's too long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you only did that ride because it was a walk on and you were in that area and you might as well hit it while you're there. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, it never used to have an excess of a 20 minute line on a packed day. And it's yeah. like, we've talked about it before you introduce a lightning lane and it puts a stop to people in the standby because now these people have paid a premium to yeah. ride this line for ride this ride with a short line. So you have to funnel all those people coming in and hold up the standby and people are using their lightning lane for monsters Inc because they almost feel like they have to because a they are paying for the premium Lightning Lane Genie Plus service, mm-hmm. and you can't repeat attractions. Yeah. You can't go on Thunder Mountain twice. So it's like, well, we've already done 
the big attraction. So I guess we're still here. We're not ready to go home. I guess we'll we'll do Monsters Inc. because we have the Lightning Lane. Get your money's worth, right? And so, and then all the people that didn't pay for the premium service are stuck in a forty-five minute line that you shouldn't have to wait more than five minutes for. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. To me, Hollywood Land is just lackluster, anyways. I mean, yeah, you've got you've got. The Monsters Inc. might console you to the rescue. Um, over in the animation academy, or uh, the animation, the whole big building got the an- animation academy. Anna and or Anna and Elsa's royal welcome. You do got the place where James got his nickname, That's Jellyfish right. James. That's right. Turtle that, Turtle that, Talk with that Crush. That place is sacred. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can't you can't get rid of that. <laughs> You've got the Hyperion Theater, which has nothing in it right now, I believe. No, um, there are rumors that they are developing something to go in right. there, but right now it, I. I think they what did. It had, it had Aladdin, it had Frozen, and yep. now it's got nothing. Yeah, and um, they, with the closure of the park with COVID, Frozen is not coming back. Right. I think during the Food and Wine Festival, I think they did some demonstrations in there just to utilize the space. But yeah, there's nothing being housed there right now. So I'm going to say, I, I'll go with James and Monsters, Inc., Mike and Sully. Uh, I'd like to add something to the theater. Uh, I think... Uh, people right now want something with Encanto, in, in, in and I think that'd be a perfect place to do some type of stage play because you can have the house. Right. Uh, yeah, it comes to life, whatever. Um, but as far as the, the whole Hollywood land, I think could have a have a huge makeover um, and fit in something in there. I don't know, maybe like a Tron type of ride. Um, I don't know. Um Cause it seems like there's a lot of space you got. I mean, you got the Hollywood lounge, the little area, the Hollywood backstage, uh, the store, oh, uh, I, Mickey's Phil, our, our magic award wieners where you get some hot dogs, but I would, just, I wouldn't mind if they just put some more places to eat in there or something. The, the Mickey's yeah. Phil, our magic or whatever it's called. I wish they put back the Muppets. I loved having the Muppets in there. Um, yeah. I think, you know, if they had a couple other places, I mean, it's not a huge area, right? But I'd love for them to just put in some other places to eat, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, it's you know once once Guardians changed from Tower of Terror, they lost that to Avengers Campus. Yep. You know, it kind of had a little Hollywood theme going, but it I don't know. I I think I, I think out of all the lands that we've done, probably Hollywood Land is my least favorite and could use the most help. As, as a whole land. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were, it's, I mean, a long, long time ago when they were planning on doing all the, that westward kind of remodeling of the park and the, the bus depot area where they were going to make that more of a walk-in entrance with the pedestrian bridge and everything. And um, there was a chance that they were going to completely get rid of that, uh, Monster Zinc backlot area to kind of help with the landing of that bridge and and everything and just make more room for people and there were rumors that that's where they were going to put the Avengers stuff is that they were just going to take out Hollywood land and do Avengers whatever they were going to do with Marvel there there are still rumors that they may expand Avengers campus and kind of take over the rest of Hollywood land. 
Um, but I agree. Um, I love Monsters Inc. the movie. That attraction, though, does nothing for me. It's very loud. I feel like, and I've talked about this before, I think it's louder than it needs to be. Um, it seems unnecessarily loud when you're writing it. Um, but I think it would be cool um, is just working off the idea of that James had about more places to eat or whatever where that Monsters, Inc. area, the the building it's in, plus that surrounding little alcove there to get to Monsters, Inc., that's a large chunk of space. Like, you could really put in a large restaurant there, and it would be cool to kind of do, like, a a dinner show experience, some sort of, like, live entertainment uh, dining experience. Mm-hmm. Like something you would go to in Hollywood. Yeah. 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 There you go. There was uh, another thing that I think would be cool there is back there towards the back, if you're facing Monsters, Inc. to the right, and they've kind of turned it into like the plane of Captain Marvel, like half of it's there, I think, and sometimes that's not there. But yeah. in that in that building, I know I've been there for some type of an event, and it was themed around Tron. I don't know if it was when Tron Legacy was released or whatever, but they turned that into Flynn's Arcade. And that oh. was cool because there was mm. all kinds of old arcade games in there. Donkey Kong, Pac-Man. You about Stage 12? Yeah, I guess so. It's right behind okay. where that little red bus thing is where Buses, you can buy food. Yeah. 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 That was cool. I wish they'd put that back in there permanently because that was, that was awesome to be there that night and be able to go in there and play video games. Did you guys ever get to ride on the ride that was originally the Monsters, Inc. ride? What, what it was when it's Superstar cut? Limo? Superstar Limo. I never did ride that. It didn't last very long, but I think it closed down within the first year of DCA being open, didn't it? Yeah, it opened February 8th, 2001, closed January 11th, 2002. They talk about it in the Imagineering story. Yeah. So uh, a part of it was that they had a lot of negative negative reviews from people who were riding it. And then uh, right before it, it opened, I guess, because the whole thing was, you know, you're in this limo, paparazzi, etc. And then Princess Diana dies over in England or where was she at? In France or Paris, whatever, while she was being chased by paparazzi. So it kind of, they, 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 I mean, I remember, I remember mentioning in the imaginary story about it kind of put a damper on, on the whole thing. So, but they were too far into it to change it. So they just went with it. So, well, all right. Well, we are. We are done with our trip around the Disneyland Resort and closing things down. I mean, we did Disneyland. We did uh, Downtown Disney. And DCA. Yep. And, we, and we did DCA. So Nice. That was, that was fun. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it was. And I haven't been to Disney World, so we can't do Disney World yet. Uh, but So what will Cody's Corner bring us next week? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. You'll have to tune in to see. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. All right, well, we got one more thing. You guys ready to? Let's do it. Get this. Let me. Uh, here we go. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. All right. So our Disney A to Z random entry is based off the book Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia by Dave Smith. He was the founder of the Walt Disney Archives. Um. And he did, I believe, five editions of this book. I'm using the fifth edition. It is no longer published, but you or it's no longer new ones coming out as far as I know. 
Uh, you can find everything that's in this book on the D23 website, though. Uh, if you're curious about anything with the Walt Disney Company, this encyclopedia has significant achievements, short biographies, historic dates, tons of lists, and a lot of trivia. Uh, the fifth edition that we're using has about 8,000 different entries. Uh, for this random entry, we are going to spin our wheel. It'll give us a page number, and then one of my co-hosts this week, I believe it is Cody. Nope, uh, it is James. Yes, Cody did last time. Dang it. He will select a number based off how many entries are on the page, and I will share that entry with you. So let's get to spinning. There we go. All right. Our spinner wasn't working right. Wow. We had to give it an extra, extra hard push. So, all right. It landed on number 395. So we'll turn to page 395. Okay. And let me get to it here. And it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Looks like seven entries are on page 395. I think we will go with number six. Number six. All right. Speaking of the Imagineering story, mm -hmm. you almost got of iWorks if you would have chose seven, <laughs> which uh, his daughter is the one who did that. But right. we got Don, who's her brother, I believe, because it's the son of of iWorks. Okay. Uh, he started with Disney in 1950 as a lab technician, eventually heading both the studio machine shop and studio camera service department. He supervised the camera and projection systems for Epcot before leaving to form his own company in 1986. He was named a Disney legend in 2009. So Don Iwerks. I would assume Leslie Iwerks would be in a new book if it was to come out. But yep. She's not so in that at all? She's, no, let me see. No, just Don and Up. So she must and have luckily, not made contributions until after that was published? Maybe, yeah. If you'd have picked up, I would have been reading for quite a while because it's <laughs> it's about two pages long. <laughs> you would have had to uh, summarize. Paraphrase, yeah, yeah. So some of the ones you didn't chose, uh, it's, it's Tough to Be a Bird. It was a film back from 1969. It's Tough to Be a Bug. Speaking of Bugs Land. Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Um, there you go. Um, Burl Ives was one of them. Brett Iwan. The voice of voice Mickey, of Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Okay. He took over for Wayne Allwine in 2009. So there you go. There is your Disney A to Z random entry. Nice. Nice. I'll put the book back on the shelf until next episode. And I'm looking online on the A to Z online, and Leslie is still not in there. Oh, okay. She's been snubbed. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I know she put together a good documentary. <laughs> she sure the imaginary did. story. So, I mean, you mentioned last week that you were watching it again. Did you finish it, Cody? Uh, I did today. Actually, I finally finished the last episode. Okay. And James, have you seen it? You know what? I think I saw the first few. I don't think I ever finished it. All right. I need to go it back is and great. finish it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a good, good, good series. And I, I think I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I might have seen them all. I'm not sure. All right. Well, I think that's uh, 
that's all I got. You guys got anything uh, Disney A to Z related? Cody's Corner, Hunchback, any last minute before we share some social media and get out of here? I think I'm good. I think I'm good. All right. Well, if you want to check us out further on, uh, besides listen to the podcast, you can go to Facebook, like us at Talking Disney Podcast, follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney, follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast, email us talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com or visit the website www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where the show will be loaded prior to making its way out to various streaming services. I know I've been slacking on the social media lately. Um, I've just been busy, so uh, I'll try to get it, under, get back to posting. It's some. understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Summertime is usually busy and I'm not even coaching this year, but it's still busy. Yep. So it's all right. All we, right. We forgive you. Yeah. It's not like I get any help. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I bro. did a live feed on, on May the 4th. You did live <laughs> on location. That's right. So. All right. And well, I think that's all I got. I, I made a jingle. You did make a jingle. I mean, that's going to yeah. win. Yeah. Emmy or some sort of award. <laughs> okay. All right. If you say so. <laughs> I think it could. It's got the potential. It could. It's got, yeah, it's got to submit it, I guess. <laughs> got to figure out the proper process to submit yep. podcast jingle. Is that a, is that an Oscar word? Is that a category now? It's, I mean, it might, the, I, I might get the slight, you know, Walt Disney snub, you know, it's going to be an honorary, mention and then next year it'll be an official category and i'll miss it but i'll I'll, I'll get the recognition one way or another (laughs) well all right well if you guys got nothing else uh let's get out of here let's do it we got some obi-wan kenobi to watch watch. yes and some rescue uh, rangers rescue rangers yeah you'll uh, you'll 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 like it james nice uh, even if you just put it on at work and just catch par- portions of it, I don't know if you can still do that. I mean, uh, Jason, boss, the right? only one, the only one of us that watches movies while they're "quote unquote" working is you. Yes. I haven't watched a movie in a while, <laughs> a long time. Yeah, he's just been watching TV. I don't, TV I don't, episodes. I don't, I don't use my phone at Man, work. You I act don't like your trouble. courthouse was the one that had Johnny Depp in. It. You're all too busy no, for I, movies now. Yeah, I am so glad. That that was not at our courthouse. That would have been a circus. Yep. So Man, you would have actually I, had to work. I did. I just want quiet, quiet courthouse. So, all right. Well, thanks for uh, checking out the podcast. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, to uh, let's see, Amber and Brooke. Maybe that's probably who's listening. <laughs> Hopefully more. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I don't and, even know if Brooke listens anymore. And, and, and Brianna, Brianna listens. <laughs> oh, okay, does she? Okay. Nope. Hi, Brianna. Um, so that's all I got, guys. Uh, any last minute? Nope, I'm good. Um, all right. Nope. Well, let's get out of here. Until all next right. time. Until next time, we will uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. See you real soon. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Bill the Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh. It's that time. Ah, uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See you real soon.
Thomas Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. Be careful getting home. Bye -bye. Oh.